Go. Welcome back to another episode of Compelled, a podcast where we attempt to bring out the bigger issues and injustices and what we, as a society, can do about it. What are we going to talk about today? Um, this has been in the news. There's been a couple of them, and I want to talk about the Polly Perrette thing, too, on CBS, but we'll have to get to that next week. Um, today, we're going to talk about this Clayne Crawford guy, the guy who played Martin Riggs on Lethal Weapon. Yeah. So, give me just one second here. Really? Now they have interactive ads for an anonymous survey. Kiss my ass. <clears throat> Clayne Crawford, who played Martin Riggs on the Lethal Weapon Television the Lethal series. Weapon series. Give me just one second here. I'm going to uh, bring up all of this stuff. <clears throat> yeah, which I was a fan of. Um, I mean, I fell out of it because I was you know watching a bunch of other shit, but I watched over the first half of the first season, and it was good. Every episode, you had something that would connect to the movies in some kind of way. You know, and uh, it worked. The chemistry between the two main characters was good. It was funny, and, and you know, I liked it. I liked the dynamic, you know. Uh, but <laughs> just because of what you see in front of the camera doesn't mean that that's uh, what's happening behind the camera. Right. So, so the um, I was reading some stuff about it uh, a couple of days ago, and there's a whole lot of fucking apologists out there basically saying, I'm not going to watch him now that Clayton Crawford's gone and blah, 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 blah. He was the guy that was ran, blah, 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 blah. Yeah. It's like, really? So it doesn't matter what the allegations are, as abusive as he was to co-stars and to other people that were there, the fact that he made an apology on Instagram of all places, in which I, I don't understand the whole public apology thing anyways. It doesn't make any sense to me, you know. Um, the fact that he's that type of person that treats everybody like shit because he's a big fucking star and and we'll, and we'll get into that in a minute but if you're going to be an apologist for this type of person maybe you should look in the fucking mirror cuz you also you're also that type of person i and i, I see what it is it's it's people that are li- living in the fantasy where they think that that character is the same person in real life and i mean I know there's a rational side to everybody for the most part, but I, I think that they're completely disbanding it, and they're just, oh, Clint Crawford, he's a fucking stand-up guy. He Look how good he is on the show, right? So he's got to be that way in real life, right? And so then they they make these excuses, you know, because they don't want to face the fact. Just like, you know, when people found out about someone that they really liked, you know, it ends up being a, a, either a pedophile or, or a rapist or whatever, right? Right. You know, they don't want to believe that. They don't want to... They don't want to do that separation, right? They want to just keep the fantasy going. And yes, absolutely. And that you know what? And, and one way or another, we're all guilty of it in one way or another. But some people are way worse than they are. And those the people that you were just talking about, those are the ones that are off the fucking deep end. Right. So um, he's been replaced by Sean William Scott. Uh, the shakeup comes after weeks of reports <laughs> about Crawford's uh, troublesome behavior on set and a rift with Wayans. With Crawford officially out of the picture, here's a look at the major events that led to his ouster. First and foremost, uh, starting April 23rd, Crawford's onset behavior is first put into question by a report from Deadline. Um, the, the article claims Crawford has been disciplined several times over accusations of emotional abuse and creating a hostile environment on set. Allegedly, the issues behind the scenes are the reason why the series has yet to be renewed for a third season, and talk of a potential recasting begins. Now, th- this is a report, so... Everything that you're hearing right now, it, even though it says weeks ago, yeah. three weeks ago, that's bullshit. Th- they had already been talking about it when 
the second he sa- it says several times over accusations of emotional abuse when the second ha- when when the second occurrence happened that's when they started talking about it so this happened this started a year ago yeah minimum of a year ago okay so they had already planned that if he doesn't change his ways that they are going to recast him you know how bad you have to fuck up that when you're the most popular character on a show that's doing that is successful that they're still willing to dump your ass that quickly well, there's there's more more to it, um, in, in a lengthy nice job, Los Angeles Times, in a lengthy <laughs> post on his Instagram account. Who gives a shit? Fucking Instagram. Um, Crawford addressed the incredibly distressing reports about his bad behavior. He acknowledges being reprimanded twice for his behavior and even attending studio appointed therapy. However, remember what I just said: even attending studio appointed therapy. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and apologized for his temper, which he says was caused by what he felt were unsafe working conditions on set. I'm not going to read that. Um, there's no point. I don't care that he apologized on Twitter. It's, it's um, what's the word I'm looking for? It's tacky? It's f- no, f- not, it's fake. It's, it's not real. Artificial. It's, it's, yeah, it's, you know, it's PR bullshit. It's aspartame. Yeah, it's part of me. Um, <laughs> TV line reports that the search for Crawford's replacement was officially underway with season three renewal in limbo. However, Crawford takes social media several hours later to deny, to deny the reports with a lighthearted tweet. Um, that night, lethal weapon second season ends with Crawford's character bleeding out over his dead wife's grave after being shot further putting his series into question. Um, while Wayne's does not directly comment on the reports surrounding his co-star, he begins retweeting fans speculated who could replace Crawford. Gibson, the original Riggs, as one fan suggests, and also retweets those saying Crawford will be missed on the series. When he is asked point blank what happened, Wayne says, one day I will speak on it. There's a lot to say. Um, <clears throat> when you are on the road to success, but you decide to drink and drive, whose fault is the accident? Every other driver? Okay, so <laughs> we we know everything that's going on and then all, all this stuff. Now... <clears throat> Just a couple days ago, um, Fox announced that Sean William Scott's going to be joining the series to replace Crawford, whose contract is officially not renewed. Uh, Scott will not replace Crawford as Martin Riggs, instead playing a new character who enters into a partnership with Murtaugh. After his exit is confirmed, Crawford takes to Instagram and wishes cast and crew good luck for season three. It doesn't really matter. Um, reports are that Scott will be playing the brother of Martin Riggs. Um, so they keep the Riggs Murtaugh thing going yeah. on. Um, network, oops, network chief uh, Dana you Walden. Know what? You know what? That actually could work. You know why? Do you remember Shane Black's original ending for the first Lethal Weapon, where where Riggs dies? So I mean, they could kind of you know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> um. So, anyways, uh, network. Sorry, I was uh, reading ahead. Network chiefs Dana Walden and Gary Newman addressed the ch- casting change on a conference call with reporters discussing their fall schedule, and there were some real challenges uh, in the cast. Uh, Newman is optimistic and points to other shows that went through similar shakeups early in their runs, like NYPD Blue, and ultimately they think that they made the right choice. It's a dynamic but a good one. Although the book seems to be closed on Crawford, Wayans posted. Several tweets later on the 14th, <coughs> May 14th, uh, now that the show, the fate of the show is solidified, he specifically posts a video 
that he claims to be from the episode Crawford directed. The video shows Wayne's being injured by an explosion. In a follow-up tweet, he posts a photo of a bloody cut he suffered from the explosion. Turns out there was a second shooter to Damon's left on the other side of the pillar, behind which his character was crouched, which accounts for what he heard on it from his left side. He writes in a third tweet in which he tags Crawford and also includes the hashtag no apology. How does the shrapnel from this hit me on the opposite side of the head? So, and then, like, I, I like how they all claim that it was a garish wound. It was really awful. And that, you know, you know people with, with weak stomachs shouldn't look at it because it's really bad. Like, he cut himself on the back of his head. It's, it's, I mean, it's, it's awful that that happened, but come on. Um, he, and then Damon Wayans also uh, said that he hit another actor in the mouth with a bottle of green tea and busted his mouth open. At Lance Henriksen, a white man. Not an accident. Know your facts. Since that Warner Brothers TV is not defending me at all, here's another photo of images other people were posting in and around the lot. Not me. He became uninsurable, relished in making female cry, and stuck fear in cash. Struck. It's supposed to be struck fear, but yeah. yeah. Um, Clayne Crawford is an, is an emotional terrorist. <laughs> uh, bye to Twitter and the weirdos who don't understand set decor and privilege, and this is why I'm, I'm talking about this. <clears throat> Um, it is what we do, um, put up with this for two seasons, kiss the dark side of my ass if you don't understand, it wasn't just me. Clayne Crawford has a file of infractions, Warner Brothers Entertainment, hashtag release the tapes. Now, the reason why I said remember the even attending studio appointed therapy, yeah, because there, there was a report that he doesn't, he didn't. <coughs> um, today, I'm trying to find something that's... The most recent, yeah. <laughs> that has uh, information that I had read. Uh, it may be Huffington Post, but um, this is from Screen Crush. What did uh, Crawford hit Damon Wayans with, with that made his head bleed? That was sh- the shrapnel accident. Didn't he say something about Crawford was hiding on behind something on the other no, side? No, he was him? making a joke. I, I didn't, I he was didn't making get a it. JFK joke. Okay, I, I didn't get Grassy the Grassy knoll, yeah. left side. Um the lethal weapon actor and comedian uh, confirmed in an early report that he was allegedly hit in the head with a piece of shrapnel during an episode that Crawford was directing. And we've all talked about all the stuff that's going on. Crawford was directing an episode where an explosion went wrong and an actor got injured on set. Um, Wayne shared a photo. We already addressed that. Um, Back in April, Crawford addressed the shrapnel incident in an Instagram post, though he didn't mention Wayans by name. In it, Crawford claimed he spoke with human resources, apologized for the onset conflict, and said he completed studio-mandated therapy. That's not all. In another tweet, Wayans claimed that Warner Brothers TV is not defending me at all and shared a photo of a flyer he says was posted across the studio lot featuring a drawing of Crawford's face with the text. You know, he's an emotional terrorist. Um... Despite the swirl of allegations and Crawford's firing, Fox's, well, who cares? I mean, <clears throat> there was a specific thing that I read about him not going to, uh, not not going to uh, therapy. Studio, um, yeah. <clears throat> like something sucking up his head. I'm just trying, I'm reading through it to this. From what? We've read so far. It sounds like the the guy is like Christian Bale, Terminator Salvation all the time. Yeah, man, this really annoys me when I when I read I'm something. Fucking professional. I'm never fucking working with you again, man. We are done professionally. We are done. 
And this is all, I mean, this is all relatively new, so more stuff is going to come out about it. Um, I mean, we, we basically, like, he hit another actor in the mouth with a bottle of green tea and busted his mouth open. How the fuck do you do that? I mean, what makes you think that that's okay? That's, that's like schoolyard bully bullshit. Yeah. I mean, I understand that, you know, you're working on a set and everything else, and sometimes it can get fucking intense. People get angry, yada, 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 and then you, you get over it. And Yeah, and I understand that you have method actors as well, like uh, Jared Leto on Suicide Squad or, or Shia LaBeouf on Fury, you know, where they're a little over the top. But this guy was fucking being a piece of shit behind the scenes, everything. He was, you know, what it sounds like, he's always, he was constantly fucking with everybody. <sighs> yeah, I read something specific that... You know, you, you, you're supposedly you went to therapy, but you didn't finish it, or you didn't even go. You decided not even to go. Um, I, but I, I can't find that story. But here are some of the comments, man. Um, I'm disgusted with the decision to fire Clay Crawford. He's the one that makes make this show so great. He make it he makes it funny at times and so serious. The perfect character. Bad decision. You will be canceling after this decision. What? You have such a wide audience. I'm 66. I mean, come on. That's that's fucking. You're defending of a, a fucking abuser. Yeah, they don't care about that. It's just like when the Me Too movement started, and there would be people, you know, saying, "Oh, what are you doing? You know, leave Kevin Spacey alone." Now we won't get a final season of of you know House of Cards. You know, or uh, who else did they fucking you know that also got you know kicked off or something. It, you know they're 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 more pissed off about that than they are about the fact that this person's been getting away with this shit for a long time. You know they don't they don't care about the real aspect because everyone, like I said before, all of us are selfish. Some of us are just way more selfish than others. They care more about their entertainment than they do about the well being of of the people that are entertaining them. I'm in shock over the firing of Clay Crawford. Yeah. What about his father that is now freeing his brother that Fox decided to, it to be. Fun. Look, I think it's ballsy. I, I think it's ballsy that, that Fox fired him. I mean, look, I, I, I wouldn't doubt there's some behind-the-scenes shit where there's, like, they were threatening, like, they were threatening to get sued by Damon Wayans or somebody, you know, that they didn't let him go, stuff that they're not releasing. But all in all, Fox getting rid of him, smart move, instead of just, you know, letting this shit keep going on and on and on. People make mistakes every day. Forgive the guy. Go on. Make the show you guys are making millions of dollars yearly. Seriously. He's a fucking terrorist. Is it that bad to lose him in the audience? He, he's not killing people, but he's a terrorist of another kind. He's 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 constantly fucking irritating people and, and making people feel uncomfortable on set, but possibly unsafe. I mean, the guy gets his mouth busted open by a bottle. I feel pretty goddamn unsafe on set, wouldn't you? Yeah. But hey, hey, no, that, that doesn't matter, you know. The show must go on, right? Yeah. The show must go on. You know. This sucks unbelievable. Look, it, it does suck. It sucks that Clay Crawford is such a fucking asshole that he didn't care about it, the fans of the show. He didn't care about his coworkers. He didn't care about any of that shit. He was going to be who he wanted to be. Consequences be damned. And then he fucking Instagrams his apology, his fake fucking apology. Yeah. That's... Sorry. It's not good enough, buddy. Not good enough. I will not be watching it anymore if they replace him. If you really Shut gave a shit, fuck up. if you really cared, you wouldn't worry about telling the public about your apology. Instead, you'd go on set and you'd personally apologize to every cast and crew member and tell them that you're sorry for all the fucking bullshit. That would be a start. Yeah, I just don't understand how people can be so fucking Vapid. delusional <laughs> about, about shit. Like, 
when when somebody comes out and says he has a fucking history of this shit. Mm-hmm. It's not just two incidences. There's a file on him. Yeah. You, you, you sit there and you go, that's the society we live in, man. That, like, you, you can think, oh, yeah, we're getting better, right? And things are getting better. They're not. They, they, they might appear to be, but there are a lot of fucking people in the world like this, man. Yeah. They're, it's this, entitled, right? Is that the word? Entitled? I don't think it's entitled. No, that's not entitled. Selflessly, it's, selfishly it's delusion. Entitled? It's absolute fucking delusion that that you sit there and you go, you know, oh, I can't, I'm not going to watch this anymore because this guy is the fucking TV right. show, regardless of his his attitude yeah. or his abuse or anything else like that. People aren't putting up with that shit anymore. And, and in fact, in any workplace, like if you go to work, and, and this is for everybody out there that at least lives in California, well, this is for everybody out there. If you go to work and somebody's emotionally or physically abusive to you, you have rights. Yeah. I would assume that's everywhere in the yeah, country. Yeah, a lot of people are afraid to, to stand up for those rights to party, but you can. And I think a lot more people are doing it now because of, of what you're seeing now. You're seeing the Me Too movement, which is helping people stand up and, and speak out for you know, what's going on to them instead of just being quiet and scared you know, for their whole lives, right? More people are getting balls. Not everybody. Some people still don't have the balls until it's convenient for them or later on. But still, I think more people are are, are starting to not want to take this bullshit as much as they used to. Yeah, absolutely. It, it gets to the point where where people have had enough of. And look, I'm I'm not I'm not safe in this either because I can be that way. But people have had fucking enough, and it's you can talk and talk and talk and talk and talk until and. Until I mean, look, we all get angry. We all have have workplace issues, yeah. and and we all say stuff that we regret. But we apologize about it. We don't have to do a public apology or anything else like yeah. that. Because uh, other than like <laughs> like sports and fucking entertainment, <laughs> every Facebook n- post a picture no, of you frowning. Nobody Sorry. fucking posts a public apology about anything because it's it's not real. Yeah. That's it's fake, especially like fucking Instagram, Dude, or a, yeah. a, anything a PR posting, apology piece. Yeah, posting a pol- an apology on social media instead of in person to the people that you've uh, you treated that way. That's kind of like disingenuous. Yeah, that's the word yeah, I'm thinking. It, it's just like breaking up with someone through tweeting or, or or through text messaging. You know, there's no there's no courage in that. There's no balls. There's no you know you're, you're yeah you're just writing something. You're just a cowardly fuck. Yeah. It's the, yeah, so, Clay Crawford, you are a cowardly fuck, my yeah. friend. And and and, he, he, and to all the apologists, you're just as bad as he is. Oh yeah, you are just as bad as he is by saying you shouldn't fire him because yeah. you know what's what's a little emotional abuse. Yeah, they're they're encouraging this behavior by by saying, oh, the show's more important than the well being of his co stars, yeah, and his crew, or 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 yeah, or the crew, or anybody that's associated with the show. You know what? It's, Fuck that. That's not their problem because they don't have to live behind the scenes. Right. They are living in their fantasy world on this television screen. In the moment. And so that's all they see. Right. So don't fuck with their fantasy world. You, are you going to fuck with my fantasy world? No, 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 no. Fuck you. You don't, you don't take away my, my rigs from me. Right. Keep my Clean Crawford where he belongs. Yeah. I, I, I want everything the same. Yeah. Well, you know what? Tough shit. Yeah. So it's, you know what? It, 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 it's, that's what it is. It's, it's just a fucking TV show, man. You can fall in love with it. Look, there's plenty of TV shows that I've fallen in love with, man. And But when it all boils down to it, it's just a TV show. It's just entertainment created by other human beings 
and that's put onto a screen. That's it. It's it, in the whole grand scheme of the universe, not that fucking important. I think the well-being of all of these people is more important when it comes down to it. And that's absolutely true. Yeah. And and that's where it goes to is is if if you can't get beyond the fact that someone is emotionally and physically abusive to people and he and no one's going to fucking um no one's going to fucking put up with it anymore. Yeah. Then you need to understand that the reason why people get fired for the shit that they do. Damon Wayans perfectly put this in his tweet. When you are on the set, it's a privilege to be there. You're getting paid to act. Yeah. And if you don't treat people good, then you should not be paid to act. Yeah. I think that actors are way overpaid anyways, yeah, yeah, but yeah. But you know what? That's, whatever. That's kind of like the NFL in a way. You you get paid for how much income comes in, so your 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 value goes up because of 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 the the media or whatever that you're in, you know, the medium that you're in. You know, look, if fucking being a teacher brought in a shitload of revenue, then teachers would make more, wouldn't it? But they don't. It's not a popularity thing. That's why. So yeah, after- people don't give a shit about teachers because teachers aren't out there on the fucking or aren't gladiators or providing them with entertainment. That's why people don't give a shit about teachers or paying them. They're 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 a necessary evil. <laughs> as much as and look, and I'm not I'm not saying this to be a smart ass. I'm not saying this to be witty or anything else like that. I'm saying this as a truth. Teaching and school is a necessary evil, and it it's a state run facility. If these weren't state, if these were private businesses, yeah, it would be a whole different fucking ball game. Yeah, you know, with advertising and everything else. Yeah, they'd smear that shit all over the place, but not, not by using government controlled curriculum. Yeah, and and that's the and then there's a lot of problems with with schools and stuff like that. Propaganda in, in terms of propaganda and government run and, yeah. and books and yada, and teaching and yada yada yada. And if if they were smart, they would privatize the school system. Yeah, you know, and and what they would end up doing is the schools should be able to get advertisers and sponsors. And, and I mean, I'm not talking about crazy shit. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm talking about people that want to promote and help schools, these billionaires that are, or, you know, that they, they want education and shit like that. Oh, we want to, we want a better education system. Then fucking fix the schools. Yeah. Privatize the schools. Well, that means that people are going to have to pay for the schools. Not necessarily. Well, technically we do anyway, don't we? Yeah, through our taxes. Yeah. So, you know, maybe maybe instead of privatizing schools 100%, you know, you you have to you you're going to have to do something other than bonds, do something other than taxes to give these teachers more pay if they you know, but you're going to have to do something to up the ante for the schools. And that means changing entire things, changing entire curriculums, changing the way that teachers present information, yeah. you know, and you're going to have to make it entertaining. You're going to have to make it so that people want to go to school. When people want to go to school, they will start learning. Yeah. Yeah. People actually do like to be challenged if you give them the right things. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, you know, the, there's certain things that can't be compared in real life, you know, to, to other things. Um, you know, like say when you have, um, actors and actresses that are paid different amounts for their, you know, for their work. I mean, when it comes to movies, it's more like a popularity contest, right? If you're an actor that more people come see, to see your movie, then. Oh, are you talking about the whole Chris Pratt fucking, um, what's her name? 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. Bryce Dallas Howard. Bryce Dallas Howard. Pretty much, yeah. Chris Pratt got paid more money because he's he's a bigger attraction than Bryce Dallas Howard. Yeah. Which makes sense. That's how it is. That's I mean, I can understand equal pay for equal play. Yeah. You know, if, I mean, if you're an extra, you know. Or, but Bryce Dallas Howard doesn't do that many movies, and people aren't going, uh, sorry to say this, people aren't going to see her in Jurassic World. Yeah. They're going to see Chris Pratt because he plays Star-Lord. And, that, and look, and I, if you want to get deep into it, I mean, that could be a fault of the system where they always put the male character ahead of everybody else um, as the hero, right? Yes. And, but that's not, you know, I mean, that, that, I mean, you could use that argument. Some people could try to use that argument, and I, and I understand it. But still, until the system, f- they figure out how to make this work out better so that, like, instead of females always ending up being the wifey character or whatever, right? Well, they, actually they, say, they do have those movies. And let's, they do. I mean, come on. And they, but they don't. Let's, let's not. Look let's at Tomb not Raider. be stupid. Look at Tomb Raider, right? It didn't really make a lot of money, right? But that doesn't that doesn't mean that Alicia. Vick- Look, if anybody, let's let's take Tomb Raider or let's take Columbiana. Uh huh. Okay. Yeah, it was Zoe Saldana. So Zoe Saldana has her stars taken off. Yeah. And so and so has um. Why am I already blanking on the movie that we were just talking about? Life of the Port. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, not a good time to ask me that. <laughs> I just keep going forward. <laughs> oh, uh, Jurassic World. No, we were talking about another movie. Columbiana and uh, uh, Tomb Raider. Yes, thank you. So you take a male of Alicia Vikander's standing, yeah. whoever that may be. Mm-hmm. Not necessarily popular, but not but not unpopular. Like Isaac, Oscar Isaac. Take Oscar Isaac and put him in the same type of a Tomb Raider movie, whatever it is, some action-adventure thing, okay? Let's say he plays Nathan Drake in an Uncharted movie. Right, but we're not saying that. We're saying <laughs> uh, we're saying fucking a, a Tomb Raider movie, okay? Okay. Same exact movie, same plot, same everything. Yeah. Is he going to get paid more money than Alicia Vikander? No. Why not? Because she is an Academy Award winner who is a bigger... You tr- sure about that? Uh, well, you know what? I mean, Oscar Isaac has been in the... He's in Star Wars now. That's a tough one. How much did Alicia Vikander make on Tomb Raider? I'll say $10 million. Uh, I don't know what real salary means, but we'll just go with... We'll go to... Oh, it gives their ages, but that's false advertising, isn't it? Yeah. How much did Alicia Vikander make on Tomb Raider? I'd say, yeah, like I said, my guess is $10 million. Okay, yeah, I was at the top one because it says, but Alicia Vikander comes out ahead, which means she probably made some fucking money. All right, whatever. Um, you know, I don't know, but because Oscar Isaac is, uh, I mean, he, he played Apocalypse now. <laughs> Pardon, I didn't mean to pun that. He played Apocalypse, and he, you know, he's in Star Wars, so maybe he does generate more. I don't, I, I would still, I'd still lean towards Alicia Vikander, though. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can't find it, so... Fuck it. But, I mean, the way that this whole system is set up is generally male heroes are the ones that are most movies perceive. You know, that's what they they portray. You know, while the female character is always either just a love interest or a supporting character and is never usually the hero themselves. So, in those regards, I could always see male actors making a higher salary, especially if it's a well-known actor. And look at... Chris Pratt is like the fucking it boy, okay? He's the it boy. He's been the it boy since 2014. So, 
of course, right now he's going to be generating a lot more than Bryce Dallas Howard. And look, you know, but if you, I mean, if you could scale these on an acting talent, then Bryce Dallas Howard would be fucking way up there because she's a really good actress. But it doesn't it doesn't do it that way, you know. That's, yeah. That's not the biggest uh, draw, you know. You could be the greatest actor in the fucking world, but if your movies don't make dick, then you can't command a whole lot of as much money as as you expect to get or as you deserve. Yeah, I mean, she wasn't making a lot of money until. <laughs> well, we say a lot of money, I mean, but she's making well, half she, a fucking yeah. million dollars a year just for acting. Yeah, I mean, she, she once she won the Oscar, she she fell into the Angelina Jolie thing where, you know, she gets starts getting offered all these big roles. And her first thing she does is after she wins an Oscar, she pretty much goes to uh goes to a video game franchise. Yeah. Well, supposedly she she's she made 96 million dollars. Oh, is that all? Top pay, highest paid actresses for 2018. It's not even fucking... What? How did she make that much in one year? In six months. Holy fuck. That's, that's not even true. Between April... Vikander is the highest paid actress in the world, pulling in an astonished $96 million between April and April, and nearly $60 million lead over her... Um, I don't know. Oh, okay. So she invests. So a lot of her money is from... She investment. has vodka... Vodka, huh? And the top-selling perfume. I, I, I don't care about that. So, so she diversifies it. Good for her. Let's just say 10% of that. She made $9 million, $10 million for fucking Tomb Raider, right? Yeah, that sounds reasonable. You know, what, is, what did Chris Pratt make for fucking... <laughs> for Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2? Uh, Jurassic World. Fallen Kingdom. Salary. $13 million. Oh, I'm sorry. $10 million for his role for Forbes. Okay? And that was Jurassic World. That was how, what? Three years ago? Yeah, 2015. So that was three years ago. He made $2 million more than Bryce Dallas Toward, uh, pay, um $9 million payday for, okay. Um, but that's just Jurassic World, okay? Mm. And he only made $13 million only. Yeah, he's probably making back end, too, on that shit. You yeah. Know? So, so the more successful the movie is, the more uh, royalty he gets. Right. Because, I mean, the first one made uh, $1.6 uh, worldwide. Yeah, okay, so... Supposedly. <laughs> um, he He's supposedly making $20 million for the new Jurassic World movie, um, which means that if she's getting... Fuck. if Then Bryce Dallas Howard's making 18 That's nothing to squawk at. If that's if that's true... Okay, so he was paid... Um, oh, he was only paid... Okay, so I got that wrong. Sorry. Um, according to Variety, the actors earned big bonuses for the second installment. Pratt ended up with $10 million. And Howard got eight million, um, but Pratt has been in Guardians of the Galaxy, the Lego Movie, and whatever else. Yeah, he's a big draw. I mean, it's only two million dollars. I mean, I know that. I mean, in the grand scheme of things, or when you boil it down, I mean, two million is a lot of money. But when it comes to this, these big franchises. Yeah, I mean, what? She, okay, so she's done uh, two video games. Let's just look at what she's done. Apollo thirteen. Well, that was because her dad. Yeah, the village. She was excellent in the village. How the Grinch stole Christmas. That was because her dad. Um, Spider Man Three. She was Gwen Stacy. She was in Family Guy TV. Terminator Salvation. Yeah, she. The Twilight Saga. The Twilight Saga. So she was in. She was excellent in the Help. Jurassic World. I'm talking about. I'm looking for big, big fucking movies. Pete's Dragon, which was not a hit by any means. And then yeah. Jurassic World Fallen Kingdom. Spider-Man 3 and yeah. It, okay, so so again, and do you want to look at Chris Pratt's fucking resume? Do we really need huh, to? Andy Dwyer? Holy shit, dude. I, I've got two episodes left of Parks and Rec to watch. 
and I've been like reluctantly, you know, pausing before I watch them because I because I I love the show and I don't want it to end. But um, Andy Dwyer, man, this is a fucking great character. He's kind of like Homer though. He gets dumber with each season. He played fucking Obi Wan Kenobi in Star Connect Star Wars yeah. Duel. That's cool. Um, look, I'm just going to name a couple of things that he was in. He was in the Huntress TV series. He was in Everwood, which was a huge fucking series. Um, he was in the OC. <laughs> I forgot. He I played. Uh, remember him from that? The bat. He played. Was in the Batman. He did a voice. He played in the, the asshole best friend in Wanted. Um, he was in Ben 10 Ultimate Alien Cosmic Destruction video game. Yeah, he played in Wanted. Uh, uh, Moneyball. Then he did Parks and Recreation. Um, he did a movie forty three. Then he did you know Lego Movie. He was in her. I forgot he was. In he her. was in Delivery Man. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy. He um I don't, he was in one hundred twenty five fucking episodes of Parks and Recreation. Yep. Um, he did Jurassic World, including the Lego Dimensions and Lego Jurassic uh, World yeah, game. Yeah, because you did the Lego Movie, so that was the mo- that and uh, Guardians of the Galaxy helped get him up there up big as well. So. What? <laughs> in 2014, he was on Parks and Rec. He was in the Lego movie as the main character, Emmett. And he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. And that year alone, that's fucking what I think that propelled him to his uh, big leading man status now. Well, I think Parks and Recreation is what propelled him to his big le- leading man status. They weren't even going to, they weren't really considering him for Guardians of the Galaxy until he went in for the audition and fucking killed it. Yeah. Um, and then he did Magnificent Seven. He's done Passengers, uh, Guardians of the Galaxy Two, Avengers: Infinity War. Uh, he's doing the kid. He's doing the Lego Movie sequel, and he's doing Cowboy Ninja Vikings. <laughs> and and I'm I'm telling you right now that he he has more big fucking hits and TV shows than she does. I know it, it's it's unfortunate because her talent. Why is it unfortunate? It's unfortunate that her talent isn't used as much as as say, Chris Pratt's popularity, but it is what it is. Most people want to see Chris Pratt. They don't... Look, if you replace Bryce Dallas Howard in this next upcoming movie with Rachel McAdams or fucking, I don't know, Uma Thurman or, or you know, Kate fucking Moss, I don't know. It doesn't matter. The, the draw is Chris Pratt and Jurassic Park. Right. Know, dinosaurs. Yeah, build... Like, like um, Brie Larson's going to do Mrs. Marvel, right? Yeah. And... and Right there, they're going to fucking... They're building a franchise around her. Yeah. And they're actually going to do the other Mrs. Marvel as well, which is um, the Indian girl. I can't remember her name. It doesn't really matter, yeah. but right now. And they got Mindy Kaling and Kumal Nanjiani yeah. writing, which, again, I'm not a big fan of either of those guys. I don't find them particularly funny. I, you know, Kumal's, some of Kumal's comedy is okay. Some of Mindy Kaling's comedy is okay. But I have I have no I have no um, faith. Thank you. I have absolutely no faith in that movie being anywhere near as good as what Marvel wants it to be. Uh-huh. And it's going to get a ton of fucking rewrites because Marvel knows what it wants with the character, and they're going to go to the source of the character, uh, the person that writes it. Um, yeah. uh, Indian is Marvel. Uh, here we go, Kamala Khan. Okay. Um, they should be using the person that writes the fucking series, uh, Sana Amanat. It was created by, uh, I think that's a her. But you have, it's created by Stephen Wicker, G. Willow Wilson, and Adrian Alfona, and Sana Amanat. Okay. Um, 
she's she's a director and editor at Marvel Comics, developing and managing creative content. You know, and if she's the person that created this character, she's the person that should be writing the movie. Yeah, it's really that simple. And well, I, and I think it's fine that Mindy Kaling and Kumal Nanjani are working on it, but again, I think it's it's she, she should be Sana Amanat should be working on it as well. Yeah. So I mean, look. That's how this franchise set up Jurassic World is to be Chris Pratt being the leading man. Just, I mean, think of it this way: Resident Evil. You always wanted to see Alice, right? You didn't want to see anyone else taking over the lead role. Yeah, that's it's always that, Alice. It's it, so. it's the same with the Fifth Element. I mean, Bruce Willis was in the movie, but really, you're, you're going to see the movie for Mia Jovovich. For yeah, for Lilu. Right. So, for for Multipass, and you know that that's just. That's the studios. You got to put that on the studios, you know, because they're the end all, be all, right? And they're choosing to have who they want to be as the leading person. Right. Okay. Sorry. Bryce Dallas Howard's a great actress, dude. She's really fucking good. But Chris Pratt, he's the one who puts asses in seats. Yeah. That's, that's the unfortunate, that's the unfortunate side effect of this business is that they build franchises around men and, yeah. and, and generally not women. So, I mean, then that, look, this is a capitalist country. No. <laughs> Corporatistic. Fine, fine. On the same, similar guidelines. It, it, so they make money off of that. So they're going to keep going in that direction. Correct. So It's a corporatocracy. That's yeah, what it is. So if you want to change the system, then yeah, change the system. But for now, I mean, it makes sense, right? The way yeah. things go. The, the system is shit. But what it comes down to is that the person that puts the butts in the seats is going to make the and more that, money. That ups their value. And that's Sorry. that. You know, that, yeah. that's just the way it is. So it doesn't matter if it's a man or a woman and Bryce Dallas Howard making $2 million less than Chris Pratt on Jurassic World because he's a bigger star means nothing. I know. When when you when I read that, I, I, I thought it was going to be way bigger difference. I thought it was going to be like, he's making $10 million and she's making $1.5 million. Right. But she's only making $2 million less. Holy shit. That's fucking pretty good. Yeah, $2 million less and he's she's the not. Draw. A, and, he's the and she's not. Yeah, she's not the draw. Yeah, I mean, she people like her. I, I mean, I've never heard anyone say anything bad about her, but still, I, I'm I've not never there to see him. I've never gone out of my way to see a Bryce Dallas Howard movie. Right. So there you go. Sorry. All right. Yeah. All right. You, you got anything else? No. Just trying to figure out what the fuck you're doing. Oh, uh, something felt like something was crawling on my leg because you know you're so a uh, bug enthusiast. You just let like whatever come in the house and yeah. whatever's there there. Yeah. That's... Just let it be, Mr. McCarthy. Right. Mr. McCartney. Sorry. You know. So yeah, I, <laughs> there's always something creepy crawling around here. Right. Yeah, there's always something creepy crawly around here. Oh, did, remember your fucking pillow? That was that was a scary moment. No, it wasn't. That motherfucker, that creepy ass spider was crawling around your pillow. Yeah, huge scary moment. I know your your big balls of steel because bugs don't, fuck. don't bug a, you. It's a fucking spider. Ugh. All right. <laughs> you know what creeped me out is I saw I think I saw a brown widow. Ooh, a brown recluse. No, a brown widow. Okay. You know what a brown widow spider is? A uh, male. Generally. But there are two different types. Um, well, there's multi- more than two different types. But the one that's in California. Yeah, aren't the little brown ones the males? And the big black yeah, ones this, are the, the, are the This wasn't a little brown one. It was a female. Because it was fucking big. Ugh. That's kind of pretty much what it looked like. Fuck you. So it's crawling down. It's crawled up the side of the house. Yeah. And I'm, I'm looking at it. And apparently... Um, there's an African version of these things uh-huh. that's fucking just nasty. Yeah. Yeah, fuck 
Fuck that one. <laughs> it's funny because I thought you were going to say Australian because usually Australia has like more mutated versions of what we got over here. Oh, yeah. Well, no, there's a. It's number nine on the world's most deadliest fucking spiders list. Yeah. Anyways, sometimes they don't have these markings on them. Yeah. Sometimes they have a pattern on their on their yeah, dude. On their just bodies. just the appearance of a spider, it like generates this this primeval, um, just a fear. I don't. It's it's weird. They're fascinating to look at, but also terrifying at the same time. Yeah. Um. I don't want to be on this site. <laughs> it's not because of that. It's I the know. site's fucking garbage. Um. I was looking them up. Um. Goddamn spiders. And I came across the, like, it's not a brown recluse, I can tell you that. And it it's, so this is how you identify brown spiders. So you, there's a black widow baby. It wasn't a baby. It may have been, but it, it didn't have a white abdomen. It had a, it had a elongated abdomen like, like this right here. Yeah. But it was all brown. All brown. Like an albino. Yeah. Um. And generally, they don't have albino spiders, which is bullshit. They have albino everything. So, yeah. but it was it was like more of this color. That's the brown widow abdomen, and and that's what it looked like. So, anyways, it's crawling up the side of the house, and then it decides that it's it crawls over and it's crawling down the um the uh the the, the screen door. Yeah, and it stops where the handle is. And I'm watching it, and it crawls into the handle, Ooh. and I'm like, oh, no, you don't, fuck motherfucker. You. Yeah. Get the fuck out of there. Yeah. And so I tapped it, and it came out, and it gets all agitated, you <laughs> know? Yeah. And it's like looking like it's looking around or whatever. And I, I tapped it again, and it just stayed where it's at. So I took the lighter, and I'm like, and I poked it. I was going to poke it with my finger, but I didn't want to get bitten at this point in time. Yeah. So I poked it with the lighter and just kind of pushed them down. Yeah, you just got over a cold, dude. You and, don't need to get bit. Yeah, exactly. And, and the fucking thing... The fucking thing fell off and it landed, and there's another spider on the ground at the same time, uh, and they both kind of bumped into each other. Yeah. And this is what happens when spiders bump into other fucking moving objects, what? like other bugs. They leave them the fuck alone, and it's really weird to watch a spider they walk away from something. They didn't go to war, huh? No. They oh. just bumped into each other and walked away. Huh. Like, oh, you know, bread and butter. Yeah. Sorry. Pardon me. Sorry, buddy. Yeah. Hey, buddy. How's it going? You're not a fly, by the way. Yeah. Okay, never mind. Okay. Yeah, you're not bugging my web or anything right. else like that. Right. Anyway, so see how the Black Widow it's is fuzzy. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's, it's, it is. Um, um, it was all brown and it was that, it was fucking cool looking. Yeah. So, oh, man. That's, hmm. <laughs> it's, <laughs> yeah. See, it was, it was like this size, too. Yeah. So it was a female, and I looked up albino black widows. See? Oh, there's no oh, such thing as albino black widows. That's, that's how about, even scarier. How about that picture? That's even fucking scarier. Yeah. I think that big one's fake. What about the this one? one? On the one on the cut chopping block? Or I bet a cake. Yeah, that's fake. There's got to be a cake or something, right? What about that? That looks fake. That looks, that looks uh, Photoshop. Yeah, those aren't real. Those are... But that... Oh, yeah. That's, that's real. real. That's fucking real. Oh. Oh, fuck you, buddy. Fuck you so much. <laughs> spiders neat, man. I know. They are fascinating. I, I love watching stuff about spiders. I just, seeing them in person, man. Oh, like just... that Australian fucking uh, web spider that took down that fucking, the, the, the bird? Have you seen that one yeah, on the garage? I, I have seen it. Um, you know what the one, like the ones that creep me out the most are the um, trapdoor spiders. Oh, yeah, That's yeah. some creepy yeah. shit. Yeah, they just pop out. They and fucking pop out and grab yeah. and just yank it back in. And I'm like, God damn. Yeah, they're fucking, 
So I, I looked up albino black widows. Mm-hmm. Is there such a thing as an albino black widow? Yeah. And it's like, no. Like, really? There are known. Do you, do you remember the um, lullaby song from uh, The Cure? The Spider-Man is having me for dinner tonight? No. Anyway, it's, I love that song. Great fucking song. But the video for it, it has um, Ryan Smith. I think it's Ryan Smith. Um, Anyways. God damn it, I know his name. Just Anyway. Um, he's being s- slowly devoured by this gigantic spider that's like the size of a room. And I, when I was a kid, it was just creepier and shit to watch him as he's singing the song while he's slowly being devoured from feet first. <laughs> it guy stuck with me for a long time. Not anymore, but just at the time. Creeped me the fuck oh, out. Oh, yeah. Here it is. White Widow Spiders. Need like some old, old, <laughs> some old wizard spell to fucking get rid of him. White widow spiders are fucking brutal, dude. They are nasty. It's like they have something to prove, huh? Yeah. <laughs> um, albino black widow fish. Never heard of that. So uh, on the next episode of Compel, we'll talk about abusive albino black widows. Yeah, al- abusive albino black widow spiders. <laughs> and, and what could be done to, uh, you know. The injustices. Yeah, to slow them down from uh, all of their abuse across the animal kingdom. <laughs> <coughs> Fucking spiders. Right. I find spiders fascinating. Oh, yeah. It's so weird. I am terrified and fascinated at the same time. And kind of like that with space. Space, I find terrifying at the, at the same time fascinating. It's. I, I think the reason why is because I always picture myself in space when they're showing, like, like the you know, the camera footage of um, the satellite from, like, 40 years ago that's slowly approaching Jupiter. You yeah. know, and I just feel like I'm there. You know? know, that's almost what it looked like. Oh man, that's and if that's a white widow fucking spider. Oh, you've seen them. You know, uh, I'm like, get get the the fucking thing <laughs> out of here. Like, I will <laughs> I will stomp it. I, I'm and you know me with spiders, man. Yeah, you don't give a shit. Um, I I let them you're live. Pathetic. But oh, um, you're more enthusiastic in a way. Hey there, buddy. The, yeah, I, I, I don't have a problem. Like respect- jumping spiders, yeah. they, I, I don't care. Like if they, if they actually jump on me, I get a little freaky out, but yeah. I, I don't. I, you respect their space because as long as they respect yours. Yeah, but I'm okay with it. Like I'll, I'll touch them, like the jumping spiders and stuff like that. I find those guys fascinating because it looks like they have two eyes and they're always looking at you. Yeah. And, and like they'll jump around and fucking, and, and they're kind of cool and humorous. And they have a sense of humor, I think, because like I, I had one, and I was I was it was up on a shelf, and I was I had my index finger out, and I was like, "Oh, you're so cute, right?" And it was just like making little circly things with my index index finger, and it was it was taking this little flagella, those little legs, and 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 doing the same thing. Yeah. And then I was like, "Oh, you're so cute," and then it got like it got like ambition, and this thing is like little tiny fucking, you know, no bigger than a. a your your pinky nail or whatever, right? And, and it got ambition and decided to jump at me and scared the shit out of me. So I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah, little fuckers. Uh, unlike <laughs> most species of widow spider, which are dark in coloration, the white widow is light-colored with coloration ranging from beige to white with darker legs. The spider lacks bright red markings found on other widow spiders. Um, other than coloration, the white widow is similar in appearance to other spiders of the genus. Um, it has a vite which is venomous and can injure humans. It has a bite? It's not nearly as toxic as the bite of uh, 
the other these other I yeah. don't know the Mac tans or the ha- healthy. <laughs> the uh, white widow's bite is medically significant and can kill children in infer- in the infirm. Yeah, old people and kids. Toxicology studies have reported that the venom of the white widow is similar in structure to that of the uh, tread uh, simgutatus. <laughs> However, fucking Latin. Poster published by the Egyptian Society of Natural Toxins described the pallidus venom as moderately venomous, whereas the gutatus venom is described as <laughs> the most venomous spider in southern Europe. That's fucking crazy. Right. Anyways, um, that's uh, honestly, I believe that that's what I saw because it had it really it didn't have no markings on it, and it was beige in color and looked like a black widow. Yeah. All right. So uh, for compelled, I just like to say uh, fuck Clean Crawford. Yeah, yeah. Fuck Bryce Dallas Howard <laughs> and fuck albino black widow spiders. Yeah, whatever. They're not <laughs> albinos. <laughs> all right. That's They're all I got. The Troticus pallidus. That's all we got. So, uh, you know, tell the truth.